You are listening to the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast with Monica Louie, episode number 72. Welcome to the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast, where we help online entrepreneurs grow their influence, amplify their impact, and scale their businesses all the way to seven figures. And now, here's your host, Monica Louie. Hey, hey, thank you so much for joining me for the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast. I'm Monica Louie, and today I have a very special episode for you. It's special because we are just 11 days away from the start of the Fearless Facebook Ads Challenge, and I am so pumped to help you reap the rewards of high converting campaigns for your business. If you felt fear, doubt, or uncertainty about implementing a Facebook ad strategy for your business, this is the perfect opportunity for you to get the help you need to create a strategy that serves your customers and grows your business. Now, I'll tell you more about the challenge at the end of this episode, but if that sounds like the right opportunity for you, go to monicalouie.com slash challenge to register. The challenge starts Monday, October 26, 2020, so register today. I love talking about Facebook ads and I love helping you see how they can work for your business. I have seen business owners from a range of niches with a huge variety of audiences successfully use Facebook and Instagram ads to grow their audiences, scale their profits, and amplify their impact online. And rather than tell you about it myself, I have brought together some of my Flourish with Facebook ad students to share their experience with you firsthand. But first, if you are new to the podcast and don't know me yet, I want to welcome you. I am Monica Louie. I'm a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, and I run a successful ads agency where my team and I manage ads for six and seven figure online businesses. I'm also the creator of Flourish with Facebook ads, which is my online training program that teaches my step-by-step system for creating campaigns that convert. My team and I have managed more than two and a half million dollars in ad spend and served more than 1,000 students and clients. And we are in the trenches every single day, keeping a pulse on what's working now in the world of Facebook and Instagram ads. And while I teach a lot about Facebook and Instagram ads, the goal of this podcast is to discuss what it really takes to build a seven-figure online business. And of course, Facebook and Instagram ads can be a huge part of your growth. When it comes to Facebook ads, I find that many business owners worry that ads won't work for their business and their audience. Depending on the niche, I've met business owners who are totally convinced that their audience is not on Facebook at all. They are often afraid to spend any money on Facebook ads because they fear that they won't be able to reach their target market. Maybe you've had that fear too. And while I am more than happy to reassure you that yes, your audience is on Facebook, And while I would love to tell you about the billions of people who regularly use Facebook, and while I'm proud of the more than two and a half million dollars in ad spend that my team and I have managed to reach audiences as diverse as online business owners, hobby interior decorators, professional photographers, and self-published authors, I think I have something even more persuasive. As I mentioned, I have invited some of my Flora students to come on the podcast today and share their stories of how they have successfully used Facebook ads to reach their target markets. These students you'll hear from today are all bloggers and they are all in the personal finance space. But as you'll hear, they serve very different target audiences. 
while they have similar monetization strategies and use Facebook ads in a similar way, they are reaching totally different kinds of people. And most remarkable, they have all found great success using Facebook ads to reach the people they want to reach. Now, I want to be totally upfront with you. I am selling you on the viability of Facebook ads to connect any audience. My live challenge is coming up fast. And if you have questions about how ads can be a part of your marketing strategy, I hope you'll join me on Monday so I can strategize with you, support you, and answer your questions. I also hope that these student interviews will encourage and inspire you and even give some insight into the many, many kinds of people you can reach with a high converting campaign. So whether you join me for the challenge or not, I think you will find this episode really valuable. But before we dive in, I want to make sure you know that you can find all the links and resources that are mentioned in today's episode at monicalouie.com slash 72. That's M-O-N-I-C-A-L-O-U-I-E.com slash the number 72. All right. Without further ado, I want to introduce you to John and David. They call themselves the debt-free guys, and here they are. All right. Well, thank you, John and David. Thank you for joining me. I'm excited that you guys are here to talk a little bit about how you started your blog and also how you've been using Facebook ads with growing your business. So first off, can you tell us a little bit about how you got started in the blogging world? What led you to start your blog and when did you get started? Yeah, so that happened completely by accident. After towards the end of David and I paying off our fifty-one thousand dollars worth of credit card debt, we thought, well, we could use a combination of our professional experience, having been in financial services for a combined tenure of about fifteen years, and then our personal experience of getting out of debt. We thought we could help other people, so we wrote a book that um, took a couple years for us to actually do. But when we shopped it around, we thought, okay, great, we did it. We're going to be on Oprah here soon, and. Um, we shopped it to maybe 30 or 40 different agents and all of them replied back no. And one of them was kind enough to reply back and say, hey, your problem here is that you don't have a platform. You don't have a TV show or a radio show or a blog or anything of that nature. We were naive enough to think that the book was the platform. <laughs> it's not how it works. So uh, we had dabbled in blogging for a little bit under a site called Debt Free Principles because that aligned with the name of our book. And that wasn't really going... I don't know, we weren't putting a whole lot of effort into it. And after we kind of got that rejection letter or that, that advice from that agent, we were like, okay, well, we should maybe take this a little bit more seriously. So we started Debt Free Guys in 2012? 2013, October 2013. Yeah. And it was at FinCon 2015 that we decided to go the LGBT angle because we noticed that there were a lot of bloggers speaking to different niches and there was nobody speaking to our community. So that's kind of when we, we went uh, to the LGBT angle and that kind of grew up uh, Dead Free Guys a little bit and that created the Queer Money Podcast. <laughs> and David is the master of Facebook ads in our relationship. <laughs> I don't know about master, but <laughs> I do most of that. So. Awesome. That's very cool. So I didn't know that it all started with a book yeah. and then you learned that you had to have a platform. Well, usually, well, nowadays, I feel like people go the other way where they start blogging. They're like, you know what? I could actually write a book. Yeah. So very yeah, cool. The opposite way. And it's worked out. So I'm, I'm, we're happy with it. <laughs> So then you mentioned Facebook ads. So how did Facebook ads come into even an idea of a way to grow your blog? When did that happen? And what was your experience with trying to get started? Well, I think that uh, originally we were, as John mentioned, very general with who we were speaking to. And then once we really decided that we wanted to speak 
primarily to our peers, to our LGBT community, then our focus was how do we find that audience? Where are they at? And uh, at the time, we had noticed that a number of people were having a lot of success on Pinterest. But we started doing some investigating and found that for our audience, especially for gay men who are between the ages of 30 and 50, most of them are either on Facebook or Instagram. And so we started doing more work with Facebook and Instagram. And uh, that's when we realized that Facebook was actually starting to pull back on general or organic traffic. And we realized that the best way to target the audience that we want to reach was to work with them with specific ads that were able to target that audience. So was the idea primarily to just grow your audience and get in front of more people? Or was there also a monetization aspect to it of of growing revenue? I think initially it was the former. Um, Simply nobody knew that we were out there. And nobody's typically going to Google and typing in gay finance or LGBT money. Those are now, I think, cryptocurrencies. (laughs) But some people are looking for those now. But at the time, nobody knew that we were there. So really, it was really just about making, uh, creating brand awareness initially. Yeah. There's only so much that you can do on Facebook organically. You can only go into so many groups and place a link for your content. There's only so many times that people will allow that on their kind of their own platform, you might say. So we just didn't own or weren't a part of that many those many groups that could we could focus on getting that large of an audience. And it just made so much more sense to use the ads because Facebook really does have uh, they have that down pat. They know how to target people. Right. And that's true. I mean, a lot of times when getting started with trying to grow your audience, you know, the message is to get out there, get, you know, join Facebook groups, share, you know, an article or be helpful. And that stuff can take a lot of time. We were, before we started recording, we were talking about the hustle. And, you know, it's important to take action and move forward and hustle a bit, especially when getting started. But it sounds like you found that Facebook ads could be kind of a time saver in growing the audience and getting in front of people. Yeah. It was absolutely much more strategic than what we'd ever ever used before. Right. And uh, you you kind of asked the question whether it was traffic or, or monetization. I think that the key was that we had a lot of little pieces of content out there that we knew were valuable. And there wasn't a consistent way for us to get that in front of people on a regular basis, uh, especially with the way that you can share on those platforms. When you target an audience with an ad, you can kind of guide them along a path that you want them to see, or you can put the next logical thing in front of them when you use those kinds of strategies with Facebook ads. Uh, And so for us, it was not only the traffic, but also to get that regular habit of people coming back to our website or engaging with something that we had like a lead magnet. So maybe we're offering a a free PDF or a calculator or some sort of tool that they're comfortable using. And that kind of is how you drip out that value to them to keep them coming back. Right. Okay. So you decided that you're going to get started with Facebook ads. And then what was your first approach? (laughs) Uh, I think our first approach was uh, probably spray and pray, which is probably not the best methodology. Because to be honest, I had no clue what I was doing. 
Uh, and I had seen several individuals who are a part of our FinCon group or our larger personal finance community who were having a lot of success with Facebook ads. So I first off started to try to mimic what they were doing, but I still had no clue how to use the tools properly. So I would learn a little bit and I would try something. I'd learn something and try something. And sometimes something would resonate with our community whether it was an image or the verbiage that we're saying or the content that we're sharing. And then there were other times where it absolutely did not. And I don't, just didn't understand why it wasn't resonating with them. And I, now I know it's because I wasn't creating the right kind of audiences or trying to get in front of the right kind of people that that message would resonate with. It was just by happenstance that that one had resonated with someone when it did go well. I see. So then what led you to flourish? Uh, So I think that it was that desire to stop just spending money and not understanding why or where it was going. I I wanted to really understand what was the value? How could we drive more value for the money that we were spending? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to spend money and not understand why you're getting some value out of it or get the intended value that you want. And I I still think that yeah, you know, I think one of the biggest things was I think you I heard you say, don't just boost a post. And I thought, well, that's what Facebook is telling me to do. So if Facebook <laughs> is telling me to boost a post, then I should probably be boosting posts. And when you said that don't boost posts, there's a better way to do that, then that's when I was like, okay, you know what you're doing. Uh, and then I did hear a couple of the success stories that you've had with clients of yours and peers of ours. And it was nice to see that. So I was like, okay, I think we can, we can uh, mimic this. And then we started working on your course and we immediately started to see how we could increase the value of what we were spending. You guys were early to jump on the course because I remember you joined when I first launched it. And I was really excited about that because I was a little bit nervous. because I, Before that, I was working with private clients just Mm -hmm. in one-on-one. So I could hear their questions and respond, but then just putting it in the, in the course format where there wasn't that initial, you know, back and forth, you know, just kind of putting it together and hoping that it makes sense. And so I was really excited when you guys joined and really honored. And then also you were one of our first success stories too, because it was just a month after that, after we launched it, that I saw you guys at FinCon um, in 2017, and you were so excited because do you remember what you told me? You're probably getting three cents a click. At I, that point, I think, you? yeah, it may have been that. I'm not, no, I'm not exactly certain, but I, we did have an ad running for a while there where we were getting anywhere from two and a half to three cents a click at its best. And at its worst, it was like seven cents a click. And I just was blown away because before it was more often that I was getting, I was happy when I was getting 25, 30 cents a click. And, you know, of course, hearing your success stories and from other people, I was like, yeah, well, we can do this too now. <laughs> and, and it worked. I mean, we did start growing our audience, started getting in front of the same people over and over again. Tell her about your current success. <laughs> yes, please share. Exciting, right? so, <laughs> lowering the conversion rate. Yeah. So recently we revamped the challenge that we have on our website. Our challenge is uh, to help people get on the path of paying off their debt, specifically credit card debt. So we have a seven day challenge on our website. And we revamped that, put that up just this past Sunday. So it's been less than a week, it's been five days. Uh, after we did the revamp, I went ahead and 
set up a Facebook ad on Monday evening. And my goal is to try to get that three to four cent click through rate. Unfortunately, it's not that low, but we're getting conversions on the website at a really low rate. So right now we're looking at about 25 cents per sign up for someone's wow. challenge, which is really, <laughs> really good. That uh, is really, really good. Yeah, because yeah. didn't you say it's like typically a dollar to three dollars for that? <laughs> Oh, on the like on the great end of the scale, yes, yeah. and even I mean up to five dollars can oh, well, yeah. can be. I mean, depending on what you're promoting, and also depending on the niche and how many people. It's if it's very specific, then your cost per conversion might be higher. But if it's more general, then it can be lower, just because yeah. more people simply want to opt in for that. But for your niche audience. I'm so impressed, you guys. Great job. And to the point of why we took the course and to understand more about why or how we spend our money, that was what was so important. Before, I didn't understand what it was like or what the purpose was in creating a lookalike audience, an audience of people that have already visited that page or to go back to people who have visited that page but maybe didn't convert. They didn't take the action that we had hoped. And now they're doing that. And that, I think that that's the whole key is you're getting the content in front of the right audience, not just any audience. And so that is what I think has been our, to our advantage over the last week so far. Now, let that ride and see what happens. So hopefully we'll continue with that low rate. That's great. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Sure. So can you tell me... I mean, what other benefits, what other experiences have you had since running Facebook ads? It seems like on a fairly consistent basis ever since this time last year when you jumped into the course. So are there other benefits to your business for running Facebook ads? Yeah, I think that one of the biggest ones for us has been brand awareness. Just the fact that we are so niched, you know, we are talking to, if you look at how many LGBT people there are in the United States, and then the number of those people who are interested in the topic of money, it is really small. Now, do you think of the same thing with the general population? We know that there are millions of people out there that need financial assistance to live a better life. But our group is even smaller than that, you know, two and a half, maybe 3% of what the general population is. So uh, it's getting uh, brand awareness with that group. And I've been able to do it in a number of different ways. Uh, For example, this year, I just did a quick video for Pride. The video was uh, a cartoon video that I had created on a very simple platform called Powtoons. And I put that video out there and uh, I was getting one and a half to two cents per view on that video. And the consumption rate was really high because the video was so short. It was a, about, I think it was 58 seconds, the video was. So I was getting a significant number of individuals who were watching 75 to 90% of the video, which was awesome because then I was seeing our audience that resonate with a large audience. And just with a little bit of money, we were easily getting five, 6,000 people viewing that. So it was kind of a nice pop. And because we had it branded so well, it made a difference. We were starting to see people resonate with that message. And it's kind of nice because I think they were aware to be looking for that kind of message, but not really aware of someone that, they're, that may be more familiar to them, someone from their own community seeing that kind of message versus someone who is not. Mm-hmm. 
So what would you say to not even a new blogger, but a blogger who hasn't, maybe they're a new blogger, but they haven't even dabbled in Facebook ads. They're wondering if they're in the right place in their business to start with Facebook ads. You know, maybe they're a little bit nervous about spending money to get in front of more people. Uh, what would you say to them? Well, I think if you're looking to actually grow a business, you're going to have to eventually put money into the business. So to don't be afraid to invest some money with it. And my first suggestion would be to start with something small. Give yourself, I don't know, a $5, $10 budget and see if you can figure out the nuances of how things work. Uh, do some A-B testing and see if you can get your cost per clicks down and cost, cost per conversions down. And as you are able to start to grow your business, you can invest more money into it. But I think you can start as low as like $5, right? You have right. some ads for pretty cheap. So, right. you know, it doesn't have to be a huge investment of money, but if you are going to grow your business, you do at some point have to invest some money. And don't waste the money that you do spend. I, you know, look back to the time that I was trying and I will say that we literally spent over $1,000 on Facebook ads that really didn't do anything for us. Uh, and then after we took your course, then we started to understand how to use the tools the right way so that we get could get in front of the audience that we wanted to get in front of. Yeah. Yeah. Everything you want to do, someone's already for the most part figured out how to do it. So see what they've learned and apply it to your business so you don't have to figure it out by trial and error. Yeah. Like we were. We could have spent that thousand dollars a better way. <laughs> wow. That is such great advice. John and David have been in the online world a long time and I am so amazed by the results they've gotten with their Facebook ads. As David mentioned, it is possible to reach a very niche audience with Facebook ads and still get amazingly low cost results. And now I want to turn to another student, RJ, who successfully used Facebook ads to reach his target audience too. He has a similar strategy to the one that the debt-free guys used. And as you'll hear, while he has started and sold many blogs and online businesses over the years, he attributes a lot of his growth with his current venture to the smart use of high converting campaigns to reach the people he wants to connect with. So here's my interview with RJ from The Ways to Wealth. All right. Okay. Well, RJ, thank you so much for joining me today and coming to talk about your blogging experience and experience with Facebook ads. So can you please first introduce yourself and then tell us how you got started with blogging. What brought you to actually create a blog in the first place? Where'd you get that idea? And then tell us a little bit about your blog and what you cover there. Sure. So my name is RJ Weiss. My current blog is The Ways to Wealth. And that's one I've been running since 2016. And my blogging journey actually dates back to 2009. I started my first one. So it's always something that has been like a hobby of mine and trying to earn income online, you know, side hustle my way with the blog is always something I've been interested in doing. So I started the one in 2009 and had some success with that and later sold that. But really, it wasn't really a, a true business. And a couple of years later, I got back in with the Ways to Wealth. And that's been a nice success and something I work on full-time now. Cool. And so that's a personal finance blog, correct? Correct. So the Ways to Wealth personal finance blog, my background is in financial services as a certified financial planner. So I kind of took what I was learning there, applied it, and you know, can reach a whole new demographic with just ideas and thoughts about their personal financials. It's exciting because in financial services, you're kind of narrowed into the demographic you work with. So it's exciting to reach out to people who more or less need it more. And it's, a, it's, it's fun to do. 
Right. So was that the inspiration for testing out Facebook ads to reach more people and grow your audience and find more people who need your help? Or what was your goal with Facebook ads? How'd you just kind of get into that? So at this, the same time I heard, you know, a couple of different people using Facebook ads and, you know, piqued my interest because I did some Google advertising on AdWords in the past. So the whole concept was familiarly, you know, paying a dollar to get more than a dollar back and just a, a different way of doing that. So when I, you know, kind of thinking back to the time, I remember hearing it on a couple different finance blogs or Facebook groups and podcasts about people driving traffic via Facebook to their website and in the goal of landing page views. So the idea of driving Facebook ads for lead gen, you know, that's what I was more or less thought at the time a lot of people were using for Facebook ads to grow their blog, but I never thought of it for traffic generation. So that really, I started back in October of last year, and it's been the primary traffic source for my blog since, you know, I would say a couple months in. That's awesome. Okay. So your goal was to drive super cheap traffic mm-hmm. to monetize blog posts? Correct. Awesome. And okay. Then, so- yeah. And then there are other benefits to that as well. So it allowed me to grow my email list and increase page views for partnerships and stuff like that. But at the front end, it was all traffic landing page views. Right. Just so driving more traffic. So then how did you come across Flourish with Facebook ads? How'd you hear about it? I want to say is from making sense of sense. That was really the first intro I had into Facebook ads. I think she mentioned an income report, which I read a lot of those and inspire me and learn a lot. And so I heard about Monica through there and then really, I think it was like it got on a wait list and kind of knew I wanted to do it and made a lot of sense for me. So I jumped in right away. Awesome. Yeah. I remember you were one of my early, early students when we had just launched the course and you signed on right away. And yeah, Michelle from Making Sense of Sense has a tremendously successful blog. She's one that produces monthly income reports that are just always so inspiring. She really shares you know, behind the scenes of what she's doing, how she's generating her income. And so I know she's been a huge source of inspiration for me as well. Right. So, okay. So you kind of had this idea, like this makes sense to drive traffic, super cheap, use Facebook ads as a traffic generator. And so then what was your experience like going through the course and then actually applying? Had you created campaigns on your own before diving into the course? Yeah, so I, I did. And I just, you know, I didn't know what settings to pick and what, you know, I was really doing. So, I, you know, I would put in five bucks here or there and kind of see what I came up with, but didn't really have a strategy. So without that, I using my own money to do it. I wasn't really committed to it until I sat down, took the course and had, you know, a strategy and then saw strategies that were working for other people, which was really nice. Cool. And so then what benefits have you experienced in going through the course and now applying a consistent Facebook ad strategy to grow your blog? So you mentioned a few other side benefits, but can you talk more about those? Yeah. So it's obviously my goal is to, you know, profit from Facebook ads. So that's been one of the biggest revenue generators for the site itself upfront in terms of monetizing. I, I use both affiliate and advertising on the site. So with a combination of that, an increase in people coming to the site, uh, I've been able to be profitable on the front end with just the return on ad spend. But from there, I've also been able to grow my email list over sitting at over like 10,000 people now. 
and then grow just page views and in general work with more and different kind of brands at a premium to where it makes sense of my time to write a whole blog post for a specific brand and more opportunities to do that. Okay. So the initial strategy was to drive more traffic to monetize blog posts to get that return. And now there have been these other benefits where you've grown your email list. So it's now over 10,000. Where was it like when you signed up for the course or this time last year, roughly? I would say 1,500. 15, wow. That's a huge growth. Congratulations. Thank so 1,500 to 10,000 in about a year of driving consistent Facebook ads traffic for your email list. And then of course, you're building a relationship with your audience. You're helping them, which is the whole purpose of the blog in the first place to help people with their finances, improve their financial life. And so you're building a relationship to help them. And then also, you know, you can keep in touch with them via email, via your newsletter and make more money through that relationship on an ongoing basis as well. And then you mentioned brand partnerships. So you have partnerships. So people are, brands are paying you for sponsored posts and driving more traffic leads to being able to charge more for those sponsored posts. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. It's something I've recently got into a a bit more, but it's been a small source of income that I want to look to grow over the next year. That's awesome. Very cool. So anything else that Facebook ads have helped you do? No, I mean, it's, I look back at where I was last year compared to this year. And it was, you know, at the time I left uh, my job in financial services, the blog wasn't making enough to live on full time, but I had some money saved up to go ahead and pursue this. And it was really a, a shortcut to knowing whether or not I could actually do this and go full-time into growing you know, what I consider now a media company, a media site that is growing more than just a blog as I branch out into other different ways. But it really accelerated the process of knowing, okay, it's worth my time to pursue this blog because when you're paying for traffic, it was important that I was getting money back in return. And that mindset led me to make decisions and strategize in a way that I wanted to make this happen quick. That's awesome. So you were able to leave your job with a consistent income for yourself and really focus your time on growing this blog. And now it's creating a very consistent income and has grown tremendously this past year, in large part to you know consistent Facebook ad strategy that is growing your blog in multiple ways. So that's really exciting. Yeah, it's, it's been exciting. It's been a, a fun year doing it for... It's a little over a year I've been doing it full time and it's it's a fun little career. So what would you say to somebody who is thinking about starting with Facebook ads? They're not really sure if it's going to be worth their time or worth their investment. What would you say to somebody who's considering it as you know a good growth strategy for 2019, but they're just kind of on the fence? Yeah, I'd say I think be okay with starting small. The nice thing about Facebook ads is there's there's not this big budget you have to commit up front, you know, compared to say like a Google AdWords where you might be paying $20, $30 a click. You could start on Facebook ads for $5 a day and just consider it a learning process. You could learn a lot about blogging monetization in a month if you just even committed $5 a day. But if you do that and incrementally improve, I don't think it'd be a problem to make a profit on that $5 a day in in a little time and be spending a lot more. Right. Well, thank you. That's very insightful, very inspiring. See, you're now a source of inspiration as you and I both have been following Income Reports and other successful bloggers, online business owners. So now I appreciate you sharing your story 
with us today and inspiring others to grow their blogs and reach more people. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. And I was hope to, I was definitely inspired a lot by income reports and being in that role now, I, I want to share it. RJ's results and consistent return on ad spend are more common than you might think. He has a really great system in place for tracking his progress and tweaking his ads. And that's worked well for him to see continued success. Tweaking ads and testing changes is an important part of the Facebook ads process. When you have the right strategy and you're willing to commit to the process, results like RJ's are totally possible. Now I have another great interview from a student who did lots of testing. She was willing to stick with the testing and tweaking and never gave up until she found the right steps to work for her. Here's my interview with Aja from Principles of Increase. Thank you so much for joining me and hopping on. You've taken tremendous action uh, with Facebook ads. And so, but first, I mean, I know you've been in the blogging space for a while. So talk to us about, first of all, what your blog is and what you talk about on your blog. And then take us back to when you got started blogging. How did that become an idea for you? Sure. So my blog is called Principles of Increase. And I talk about, you know, all things related to personal finance. And I started the blog towards the very end of 2013. And so at the beginning of 2014, I was like, oh my goodness, I should blog and like help other people who might want to get out of debt because we were getting so many questions. People thought we were so magical. And I'm like, no, no, it's not magic. It's, you know, just, you know, plain, simple principles. So I wanted to like mass mentor people with the blog and when I started off, really had less than zero idea of what I was doing. I mean, it was it was just going back, deleting some old posts, and they were atrocious. Um, <laughs> but so I did that kind of, I was working as a database consultant, and I did the blogging on the side. And I got some results in terms of income. And then maybe about a couple of years after starting the blog, I left database consulting. So I'm like, I really want to do this online digital thing. And I'm, I wanted to do my blog full time. And then I also took up freelance writing. So that's what I have been doing pretty much since 2016. And I would say probably the freelance writing for personal finance topics took the forefront. And it wasn't until this summer where I really was like, wait a minute, I need to get my blog in order and start making money. And part of that process was learning Facebook ads inside and out. That was one of my goals this year was to uh, revamp, you know, kind of get my traffic back up. And Facebook ads has uh, been instrumental in that. Awesome. Yeah. I remember when I first started blogging, I learned about you because we had similar debt payoff stories because we both had paid off $120,000 of debt. And so oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, when I saw that number, I was like, wait, what's their story? What's going on? <laughs> and so that's how I first became aware of you and your story and your blog. So cool. Okay. So, well, so now you're taking growing your blog seriously. Yeah. Using Facebook ads to do so. And so, how did you get started learning Facebook ads and what brought you to Flourish? Yeah. So, I started, I've been dabbling in Facebook ads probably since my blog started with little to no results. And so last year for 2017, my goal, I was like, I'm going to figure out Facebook ads. It's the last thing I do. Unfortunately, it's not the last thing that I've had to do. But And then I just heard some chatter around the personal finance blogging space. 
about people who are like, if you want to know about Facebook ads, you need to connect with Monica. So just hearing that chatter. And I think I met you at FinCon one year and you seemed nice and personable. So it probably took me a little while to pull the trigger. We even did a consultation and I just had like all this life stuff going on. And then when the course came out, it was perfect. Everything just kind of worked for me. So yeah, I was like, okay, this has to be it or else I'm done with Facebook ads. I had failed so much and spent so much money. But I think, you know, after taking your course, a lot of things came together for me. So what did you try with Facebook ads before jumping into the course? Oh my goodness. What didn't I try? I tried video ads. I would try to get people on my mailing list. I didn't know anything about like landing pages because I I think you don't go into these things in your course per se, but um, I do remember one of the things that you put out there was like, hey, your Facebook ads are just a piece of the puzzle. If you don't have good copy, good landing page elements, then it's not going to work. So I think taking your course, I, I saw that I was getting, starting to get moderate results, better results. And then it led me to tweak other parts of my quote unquote funnel. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that was helpful. Yeah. So I tried everything, tried to collect emails, tried to get people to sign up for events and everything you could think of. And I was just like throwing spaghetti at the wall to see if it would stick and nothing ever really worked. So. so then how did Flourish help you kind of figure everything out? Well, it took me back to the basics because I think at one point I was like utterly confused between, you know, your ad and your ad and ad sets you know, like little basic things where even when I would try to get help to look for what I need help for, I I didn't have the right terminology. So imagine, you know, Google can help you, but if you're not asking the right questions, then that it can't help you. So I think just knowing the foundational, like, you know, the parlance, the lingo, knowing what questions to ask was helpful. And then I think for me, one of the biggest values was having the Facebook group, being able to like pop in and be like, hey, you know, because you would say, hey, place your landing page here. Let's all take a look at it, pick it apart. And I did a few iterations of that to get like a final landing page and just some things better for an ad that I was running. And so that was really helpful. Or just even like, because it's, you know, this is Facebook ads and it's geared towards bloggers, you're in groups with other bloggers. So you have a better idea of benchmarks. So when you're talking about your CPCs, you know, if you're at 85 cent, you're like, well, I know that peers in the group who are in the same niche and they're getting five cents. So, and I never even thought about that. I was just like, oh, okay, my CPC, it's at, you know, 53 cent or whatever. But when I heard people were getting four or five cent clicks, I'm like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. And now I think I have a campaign now that might be close to that. It's either like four or five or six, something like that. But I didn't even think that was possible. So that's a long one answer, but... That's awesome. (laughs) So, and I know you've been a great participant in the group and on the group coaching calls and jumped into the hot seat. And you've been also very helpful with other people's hot seats. So that's been really great too. So, I mean, that's what I really love about the course. I love being able to help everybody and then everybody else helps each other because we're all in this together. We all want to help each other succeed. And so can you speak to the group experience a little bit? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it's been so fun to like see people pop in and say, Hey, this is what I'm doing on this campaign. It kind of lets you know what's possible. And so it's fun, like seeing people report their results and getting ideas. Like when I first came into the group, I was looking at growing my email list and I totally smashed that goal. I think maybe when I came into Flourish, I had maybe like four or 5,000 on my email list. And now I'm at almost 10,000. So that was like great to hear. But then people were like, oh, I use Facebook ads to drive traffic to my site. And then I make a profit on the ad revenue. Mind blown. So Monica, since you know we've interacted, I took that approach. I ran some ads to help me get on a little bit better ad network. So running my ads, I got my traffic up, my sessions up. I was accepted into Mediavine, which is like a higher paying ad network by leaps and bounds. And so I'm in Mediavine and I'm actually running an ad. I think I make like $5 a day, but it's $5 a day that I wasn't making before. So if I'm spending, you know, $5 on ad spend, maybe I'm making like 10 to $15 a day for my ad revenue. And that was not a strategy I'd ever thought about before. But I saw people report in the group, they were using that approach. And so now I'm looking forward to scaling that. That's the one thing that I've been a little gun shy about is scaling. So hopefully that'll be like the next thing for 2019. Yeah, that's a great thing to keep in mind is that I know there have been people who have been close. So Mediavine, as Aja said, is one of the I think, I mean, from a lot of my clients use Mediavine and they are getting great RPMs for their display ads using Mediavine, the ad network. And that's been a goal for a lot of bloggers who are growing their traffic is to have enough sessions. Mediavine requires 25,000 sessions a month in order to join their network. And so that is a goal for a lot of bloggers to grow their traffic so that they can get to that point because it's just night and day when you go from Google AdSense, you know, pennies yes. <laughs> to, to Mediavine, which is actually oh. dollars. And I know that comparably they can pay as well or better than AdDrive, which you need a hundred thousand page views a month in order to even qualify to join AdDrive, which is another very popular ad network out there. So if you are looking to up your display ad revenue and your game, then Facebook ads can help you drive more traffic to get there so that you can, you know, qualify for those more beneficial higher paying programs. Yeah, that was such a revelation to me. I'm like, oh my goodness. So I'm so excited about like running a lot more traffic ads. And in the beginning, I wasn't really interested in it. I'm like, why would I do traffic ads? And then when you have traffic ads with more affiliate links, then that's, kind of like absolutely icing on the cake. So looking forward to like trying that strategy out a lot more. Yeah. And that is something that you can scale slowly as well because you can start, you can get so many more results for a low cost. You know, as you were saying, you know, five cents for traffic campaigns with our clients, we shoot to get under 10 cents, but many times we can get them in the three to seven cent range. And so when you're, you know, paying that little for traffic, and you're making, you know, 10, 20 cents per page view from a post, that's when you can really scale things up and it gets really exciting. Um, but you can do so, you know, on your own, in your own comfort level. <laughs> so <Yes. laughs> I always recommend scaling budgets slowly 
So your primary goal was to grow your email list. So can you talk a little bit about how you use Facebook ads to do that? And I know you've got a great success story that we love to share because it's just so amazing. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So when I first came into the group, I started experimenting with having a email opt-in plus a tripwire on the thank you page. And so refining and tweaking that approach, I think I was able to add almost 3,000 people to my email list. And I basically had my ad spend covered because of the purchase of the tripwire. So if I spent... And these are just... I'm just throwing numbers out here. And I think they're kind of close to accurate, but I'm not looking at anything. So if I spent like $800 on ad spend, then I made $930 something dollars on tripwire sales. So I was able to add, you know, all those like almost 3000 people to my email list at pretty much no cost and even some profit. So that was like really exciting. And I'm actually running another campaign right now and I'm getting slightly better results. I think I can get this. I need to work on the conversions of the tripwire. If I can get that up slightly, I could use that, you know, to optimize sales. And so now I've set up a funnel with some other products that people can buy. So I'm looking forward to like getting someone on your email. This is great. Having them buy the tripwire is better. But then when they buy other things in your funnel or click on affiliate links, I think that's the ultimate goal. So that's where I'm at. And building it out slowly. So yeah, that's kind of the results that I've had. And I'm running a very similar campaign. So I'm getting similar results. So it wasn't like a one-time fluke. I was lucky. I feel like I understand Facebook ads now. <laughs> so, so I can now duplicate it's repeatable. That. Yeah, I can duplicate it over and over again. Yes. I love it. I love it. Wonderful. What advice would you give to somebody who's considering you know, taking Facebook ads seriously to grow their blog? I would say do it because I don't know of any... I mean, I'm sure there are other similar platforms, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that the day and time that we live now is what advertisers of the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and 60s, and 70s, and 80s, they they dreamed about this. You know, They splatter a commercial, TV commercial on TV, and they don't know, oh, what made the difference? You don't know. But now... You can get so super targeted, you know, down to geography. And so it's it's a really accurate, inexpensive advertising tool. I hear a lot of people say, oh, but Facebook ads cost money, but your time costs money too. Your time is worth something. I don't have time to be all, I mean, I'm, I do get great Pinterest traffic, but sometimes you just have to sit there and spend time on the platform. I mean, a lot of people have had great results with Pinterest and I have had pretty good results. But for me, I feel like, I get great ROI on Facebook ads. Yes, it costs money, but if you set it up right with the revenue goal attached, you should not lose money. And Monica is going to ease you in gently so that you're not going to like lose your shirt in Facebook ads. She's, her whole thing is like, hey, you can start with $5 a day. And so I would really encourage you to do it. And it's going to be scary because it's real money. You're like watching the ad. You're like, oh my goodness, $3 a click. And you're like freaking out. And you're like, oh my goodness. But the thing that I really learned from Monica was letting your ads ride out. I wasted so much money cutting off ads because I got scared and nervous. And I've had some ads that start off at like 32 cent a click and then they get down to four cent a click. But they've been running for weeks and weeks and weeks. So I would have never known that 
you probably didn't ask for this long of a testimonial, but I'm just, I just wanted to say that, but <laughs> cause I'm like going on and on. I'm, I'm about to stop. But the point is you don't have to be afraid of Facebook ads. If you have a guy like Monica, she's, she's so helpful. She's so patient. And she really puts her all into like the group and her students. So she's not going to let you like go bankrupt with Facebook ads. (laughs) Well, thank you, Aja. I appreciate the kind words. And yes, I mean, I can definitely relate because when I started with Facebook ads, I was definitely scared, but I committed to figuring it out, you know, and I was just hoping that it was going to work out for the best. And so I, I can totally relate to the scary feeling and you know that it can be for me it was it felt very intimidating because I didn't know what I didn't know and I didn't know what was really going to affect the results and and what was really going to make a difference. So that's why I try and put everything I can into this course to make sure that I just, you know, guide people along step by step in order to creating high converting campaigns that as you said you know, is a repeatable process. And so in the course, I break it down into, you know, the different strategies, but then also, you know, the differences and the similarities between those strategies and how you need to go about, you know, structuring your ad differently for different goals that you have with your ads. So, and then the group portion is just a lot of fun. Of course, you you guys know already that I love chatting about Facebook ads and helping people get success with Facebook ads. And so it's really just, fun for me to engage in the group coaching calls and in the in the Facebook group and help people because the way that I look at at Facebook ads is it is just like a puzzle and there are different tweaks that we can make but we've got it you know there are the pieces and they can all fit together but we need to work together to figure out how to put them together so that we get the best results so that's the way that I like to approach it and there's always something that you can tweak that can really make a difference but you don't know until you test it so that's why it's important to you know let the algorithm do its thing, but then also be aware of what else you can be testing along the way as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Aja. I really appreciate your time and I love having you in the group and in the program. And so I will see you soon. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thanks everyone. I meant what I said. I love having Aja and other business owners like her in the VIP program. I know I have a lot of fun doing it, but even more importantly, it's an opportunity to support and connect with my students so they can reach and help their audiences. Our mantra on Team Flourish is, we help people who help people. And I really believe that that's true. When I get to coach a student like Aja and help her find success, it empowers her to connect with more people and spread her message and make even more of an impact in the world. That's why I love doing what I do. All right, I've got one last interview for you and I think I have saved the best for last. I am proud of all of my students, but every once in a while, I get the chance to help a real giant in the industry. So if you're in the blogger space at all, you may recognize the name Tracy Phobes from pennypensionmom.com. I really appreciate you hopping on and having this conversation with me. So I'd really love to know, first of all, Tell people who you are and how you got started with blogging. All right. So I'm Tracy Phobes, and I started the site Penny Pension Mom just about 10 years ago. So I call myself a dinosaur when it comes to blogging because I've been around for so long. And I started it simply as a way to share coupon deals. I was in a forum with a bunch of moms. 
And I always tell them, oh, you can go to CVS this week and get free toilet paper, or here's a great deal on diapers. You kept sharing that. And she's like, you need to do a blog. I'm like, oh my gosh, what's a blog? I literally had to Google what is a blog. I had no clue. And so I Googled that and found out what it was and thought, okay, I could do this, you know? And so I did it strictly to give people access to coupons and deals. And it kind of started going from there and people started visiting it. And several months in, I realized, oh my gosh, I just made 60 bucks. Took me eight months, but I made $60 blogging. I can make money doing this. Who knew? So it just kind of has snowballed from there. And now consistently pulling in five figures a month, hoping that my husband can quit his job soon and do what he loves instead of the nine to five because of what blogging has offered. Awesome. So I really love that story because I feel like we started out very similarly and I read on your about page that you in your prior life, corporate career were a pension plan administrator. Yes. And yes. I too was a pension plan. Oh my administrator. gosh. <laughs> Crazy. Yes. Nice small world. So we can talk <laughs> the same lingo. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So anyway, I just thought that was funny because I don't run across too many of those who are not my former coworkers. So uh, yeah, that's exactly it. There aren't, there's not that, I think you're right. I don't think I know anybody who used to do retirement plan administration. So yes. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. Okay. So, so you started pennypensionmom.com and it grew because of the time, I mean, starting in 2009, you know, during the recession, right? People were trying to find ways to save money and it just kind of took off. So that was really exciting. And your social media platforms have grown up. Tell people how many people you have who like your Facebook page. Okay. My Facebook page for Penny Pension Mom has 643,000 people on it. That's awesome. It's insane. So yeah. I got to think I, I got into Facebook at the right time and the timing is everything. And I was able to grow it. I still remember when I got to 2000 fans and our reader actually messaged me and said, congratulations. I'm like, congratulations for what? What did I do? And she's like, oh, you got to 2000 followers today. And I was like, oh my gosh. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun to see it build up a lot of hard work. Yeah. A lot of tears and a lot of continually adapting because things have greatly changed over time. For sure. So gosh, I can even imagine, I mean, in that span of 10 years, how much Facebook has changed. Oh yeah. Yes. Completely different. It used to be when I first started, it used to be, if you put it on Facebook, everybody who followed you saw everything. Yeah. Back pre-algorithm <laughs> days. So it right. was wonderful. I loved it. but all good things must come to an end. (laughs) Yes. And so is that part of why you got interested in Facebook ads? What led you to wanting to run Facebook ads for your blog? Well, I knew that there's value in the Facebook user and that I felt like I wasn't getting to my audience anymore. So that was one reason, but I also felt like I had this amazing content. I've been blogging for 10 years. You can imagine how many articles I have. And I would go into my archives and I would find these amazing pieces of content. Like, oh my gosh, this is filled with affiliate links. This could make me some good money. Let me put it on Facebook. And then like 20 people saw it. Okay. That's an exaggeration, but it felt like 20 people saw it. And I thought there's gotta be a way for me to retarget the right people and market this content in an affordable way. 
And I started thinking about Facebook ads. I use them for a lot of my sponsors. It's one of the packages I offer. I have tiered packages for all my sponsors. And I noticed that hardly anybody passed on me doing Facebook ads. Every single sponsor, when I would pitch to them to do a post, they were like, okay, we want to pay for ads. And I kept thinking, okay, well, brands are doing it. And then I saw other bloggers doing it. I'm like, okay, I hate paying, but maybe it's time I just really dig into this more. And I took my toe in the water and test it out and see what happens. So then what was your first step? Did you try and figure it out on your own? I did. And I did awful. I remember having campaigns that were like 40 and 50 cents a click. And it just like made me want to throw up because I'm not making 50 cents a visitor. You know, it takes a long time to build that back up. Granted, there were affiliate links that people did click on, but overall, over the life of the campaign, I was paying more than I was getting. And so I just stopped. I was like, okay, I can't do these anymore because this isn't making sense for me to keep paying this money when I'm not seeing the right return on my investment. Yeah. And just thinking about it from your perspective too, with, I mean, I can imagine you get amazing organic traffic. So what is the point of paying for traffic when you get a lot of organic traffic for free, uh, that it comes from the work that you've previously done? Yeah. So, so what made you come back into it and, and how were you introduced to Flourish? So actually I met you through a couple of Facebook groups and you were talking about what you were doing and you were learning the ads and I still wasn't convinced. I was like, okay, whatever. I don't need Facebook ads. Again, like you said, I'm like, I don't need to pay for this. This is stupid. And then I started seeing people saying, oh, man, I'm doing really good on Facebook ads and my traffic's going up. I'm like, okay, just suck it up. It's a business expense. And I'm like, you're not out anything but trying it again. If we try it again and I fail, at least I've tried twice and I have failed. And I'm not going to sit back here wondering what could happen, what possible reach could I get? What could I do for my income? How can this change things for me? So I thought I'm just going to jump in, but this time I'm going to learn what I'm doing. I'm not going to try to figure it out on my own. And so that's why I took your course because I knew people had been saying that what they were doing was working. I had seen the testimonials and I really thought I had nothing to lose at that point. What do you think you struggled with the most in getting your ads to connect? It comes down to your targeting. I didn't know how to target. I didn't know how to set up an audience. And it's marketing and it's words and it's phrases and it's pictures. And it's like, you know, like there's 27 moving parts. It's this big puzzle. And if you don't set every piece up right, it's going to fall apart. And for me, the falling apart was a high cost per click. But if I could get those pieces to go together and make that ball and it could stay clicked, even if it shifted a little bit, I knew that I could pay less. And when I knew other people were paying less, that... I was doing something wrong. This wasn't Facebook not liking me. This was not anything more than my lack of understanding on how to properly use Facebook ads to market my content to the right people. And so that's your primary strategy is to drive traffic to your monetized blog posts. Yes. And they're primarily monetized with affiliate links. Mm -hmm. You also have display ads. Mm -hmm. And then you also mentioned that part of your packages for sponsored posts can contain running Facebook ads as well. Absolutely. So when I have a sponsor post, I want to be able to give them amazing traffic. And I want to get as many eyes on that. They've given me money. So I really want to make sure that they're getting the most value for their, you know, the investment they put in my site. And so 
I like to offer that to them, but I felt that I wasn't using their funds efficiently and effectively. And like, okay, yeah, they're paying for the ad, basically paying me, but pushing that through my platform. So I got the benefit of the advertisement for my page and my website. They got the name out there in front of people, but I just felt that it wasn't a good use of their money. So that's something for the newer bloggers who are watching this to take note of is that while you can use Facebook ads to drive traffic to your monetized blog post so that you get the affiliate commissions, that's something if you haven't considered it already in reworking some of your sponsored post packages to mm-hmm. offer this added benefit yes. to the to the sponsor. Absolutely. Sponsors jump at that, you know, and it's, I don't charge anything extra to run the ad. So let's say they want to like $500. Let's just make up a number. If they want to do $500 in Facebook ads, I literally just tack that on the top and I don't charge extra for that. And here's why. And people think I'm crazy for this, but it gives my page more reach, more growth, more exposure. And Facebook likes me. They're paying me to make Facebook like me better. I mean, come on, seriously. I I went and then I get the traffic. So I get the ad revenue on top of the sponsored post that I've already gotten money for. So I end up being the winner in the end. The brand thinks they're just getting more exposure, which they are. Mm-hmm. But I really am selfish as to why I offer the <laughs> ads and I use it to my benefit. That's awesome. I love that. So I just want to get the wheels turning for, for the people who are watching this. I mean, that I think... So I talk a lot about what I've done with clients for driving traffic to their monetized blog posts with affiliates to grow their affiliate revenue. And that yeah. is certainly a valid strategy yeah. that we've done over and over and over. Yeah. But also, I love that you're including this with your sponsored post packages and the advertisers are loving it. So if you're not yet doing this as a blogger watching this, if you're not yet doing this, then this can be an added benefit that is a win-win all around. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you decided to jump into Flourish to actually learn how to do Facebook ads and lower your cost per click. So what was your experience going through Flourish and then implementing? Well, when I went through, okay, so I went in thinking, I'm not going to learn anything new. I mean, because really, okay, I've been at this for 10 years. I should know everything, which I know I don't, but I just wasn't sure I was going to learn anything. And I learned a lot of different tactics and tricks and like words to use and really how to build an audience. I think that's what I had made most of my mistakes with was how to build the right audience for what I needed. And so I was able to go through that and recreate the right audience that was going to target the right people who really would want to see my content. And that was invaluable because I felt like I was getting more value. Even if they weren't clicking, I felt like at least who's seeing it is the right person to see it Mm -hmm. instead of me paying and it landing on the eyes of people who really don't give a rat's patootie about, you know, fixing their budget. I was landing with the people who do care about that. So that made all the difference, but it was, there was just so much good information in the hot audience and trying to figure out where do I want to do this? Especially again, I'm working with brands. So sometimes my audience is a little colder because it may be a brand that I haven't really introduced to who I'm working with. So to know how to approach the cold audience that has helped as well. Wonderful. Can you tell us about maybe a couple of campaigns that you've done? Oh yeah. So my favorite one was I ran one and I targeted people who were having a birthday because everybody has a birthday, duh. 
And that one, we got down to, it started when it first went out, it was like seven cents a click for the first week. I'm like, oh, I'm doing good. Then it dropped to six. Then for like a week to 10 days, I got it down to four cents a click. It was so cool. I loved it. And it was getting big traffic to the site. And that one wasn't even an affiliate. I did that one strictly for a traffic driver. And I had an opt-in on there. So I captured a few email addresses and things from that. But I made more in advertising revenue than I paid in Facebook ads. So it was really cool. That's wonderful. And we, as working with our clients when we're driving traffic, we're shooting for our traffic campaigns to get below 10 cents. And so that is our main goal. But then when you can get down lower to four cents, that's amazing. That's gravy. So it's really cool. It's really cool. Then I'll tell you another one we had. So another one, and that one, I was paying like 12 or 13 cents a click, but it was loaded with affiliate offers. Mm. Some of those affiliate offers in there were paying me a hundred dollars to sign up. I made probably four to five times the income over what I paid for the ad over the course of the time. I ran the ad for like eight, 10 weeks, something like that. And I well surpassed the, what, I don't know what I paid, but it was doing five bucks a day. So that's what my brain is not even working right now, but I still made, it was like three to four times what I paid in ads is what I earned in affiliate income. So it absolutely paid for itself. That's awesome. When you have the right post and you're promoting it to the right people, that's when you can get that system. So even if you don't get below the 10 cents, like in this case, it can still definitely be worthwhile because you've got the right affiliates and you're attracting the right people to those higher paying affiliates. Absolutely. Because I was disappointed at first because I'm thinking I need to have this cost per click rate should be lower. I've got to get it down. And then when I started seeing, okay, yeah, you're paying, I think it did get down to 12 cents, which still wasn't too bad. When I'm paying 12 cents a click and after so many people, I'm getting signups that are four times what I just paid to have people get to that one post. It's to me, it's a no brainer. And honestly, I'm the person that if I spend $400 on something and as a result, I make 450, I made 50 bucks. That's 50 more dollars in my pocket. And so that's how I look at it. It's not, what is my percentage of revenue? It's how much profit did I make overall versus what I had to pay out. Very cool. So what advice do you have for anybody who is thinking about getting started with Facebook ads or trying to figure out if they're in the right place in their blogging business to dive in and actually learn how to do it the right way? I think people just need to not be afraid of it. I think there's this negative thing. It's like, I don't want to give Facebook money. That's what everybody says. I don't want to, they have to pay to play is how everybody describes it. And you do, but you don't, but you're not paying to play. You're not paying for Facebook to just like you. You're paying to advertise your site. And I'm sorry, Facebook is in the business of making money. They are, you know, I used to have this analogy that it was like, so you go to the store and you're like, I want to sell apples. And the store owner's like, oh, I'll let you sell them up front for free. And then one day you come back and he's like, oh, wait, no, we're going to put you in the back of the store. Okay. You don't sell as many, but you still go there for free. Then one day you show up and he sticks you out back. And he's like, yeah, but you can pay to advertise in the front of my store and we'll send people out back. No one would think twice of that scenario in paying to get someone to the back of the store to buy your apples. It's the same thing for Facebook that you have to pay if you really want people to see what you're doing. And if you're taking your business seriously, you can't expect everything that you're using to be free because, you know, sometimes free is just what you get what you pay for and there's not enough value there. 
don't be afraid to make that small investment and watch it. If you are paying way too much, you can stop that ad right then and there. You can turn it off with the click of a mouse and you are not going to be paying more than you have to. Edit it, tweak it. Just don't be afraid to try it. Wonderful. I love that analogy. And it's true. And, you know, so I think a big appeal with blogging is that you can get started with a relatively low, you know, upfront investment. And then we see that there are successful bloggers just like you who can make a great income from their blog over time. And I think most of us understand that we're not going to, like, how long did you say it took you to make 60 it's eight months. And I think eight I started months. January and my first check arrived like the end of August that year and it was for like $65. <laughs> so I think that, you know, most of us understand that if we're going to get started blogging, that it will take time to build up that revenue. But then once you do have those pieces in place, you've got the ads on your site, you've got the affiliates that you know are converting and you have sponsored posts, or maybe you just have one of those pieces then that's when it can make sense to invest a little bit. And like you said, $5 a day. And that's what I teach that you can start with as low as $5 a day. If you have more to invest, then you can do more testing, but you can always do testing with $5 a day as well. So thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to add? You know, I just think it's just as bloggers, we just times change. Like Like I said, I mean, I've seen this whole progression of Facebook over time. And if we don't adapt to those changes, we're going to drown and our businesses are going to fail. We have to be willing to make changes. We have to be willing to make some investment in our business or we're going to sink. Well, that is such a perfect point to end on. Tracy is 100% right. If you're a blogger or any kind of online business owner, you need to invest in the changes to any platform to be successful. I want to take a moment to thank all my guests today. Thank you to John and David, RJ, Aja, and Tracy for sharing their stories and giving us a peek into their businesses and Facebook ad strategies. And thank you so much for listening. I hope you've come away from these interviews feeling a little more confident about what is possible in the world of Facebook and Instagram ads, regardless of your audience. Next week, I'll be sharing a few more student interviews to give you an idea of the different kinds of strategies and business models that can be served with high converting campaigns too. So stay tuned for that. We covered so many topics and ideas in this episode. I would love to hear your biggest takeaways. Share those with me in the comments at monicalouie.com slash 72 or tag me on Instagram. I'm at Flourish with Monica. And remember, you can find all the links and resources that were mentioned in this episode at monicalouie.com slash 72. The Fearless Facebook Ads Challenge starts on Monday, October 26th, 2020, and registration is now open. Just go to monicalouie.com slash challenge to save your seat. During this four-day free live challenge, I will help you go from confused to confident as you build a Facebook ad strategy to serve your customers and grow your business. If fear, doubts, confusion, and overwhelm have stopped your Facebook ad success train in its tracks in the past, then this challenge is for you. In this challenge, you will learn the three pillars of a high converting Facebook campaign. Everything else rests on this foundation. I'll show you how and where to find your ideal audience, even if you don't think you have one yet, and how to create a successful ad that will stop those scrollers in their tracks. 
Plus, we'll talk about why you shouldn't fear the Facebook ads beast. You can tame it instead. And you'll do all of this in just four days. How? Because you'll have all the support you need to make your Facebook dreams a reality. During this challenge, you can expect live video lessons from me daily, homework, and extra credit assignments to help you take action. A thriving and engaged Facebook community where you'll find the support of other challengers and business owners. And of course, yours truly. I will be teaching, coaching, and answering your questions in the group and during the lessons every single day of the challenge. Plus, I'm sharing some sweet giveaways in the group, hosting plenty of question and answer time, and one lucky challenger will walk away with a free scholarship to my signature program, Flourish with Facebook Ads. I can't wait for you to join me. I've hosted challenges before, and they are always tons of fun. But most importantly, challengers always get incredible results for their businesses. So I'll see you Monday, October 26th for day one of the Fearless Facebook Ads Challenge but only if you register at monicalouie.com slash challenge today. I'll see you there. Thank you so much for joining me today. As I mentioned, I'll have all the links and resources that I mentioned today in the show notes, which you can find at monicalouie.com slash 72. Now, if you found this helpful, please leave a rating and review so that more people can find this podcast and subscribe so that you can be notified when the next episode comes out. Brand new episodes come out every single Thursday. And next week, I've got even more Facebook ad success stories. So subscribe so you don't miss out. That's all for today. Take care, stay healthy, and let's flourish. Let's flourish.